And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me tonight, I have Tamika. I have Charlie with me once again. Tonight, we are actually going to be doing our Matrix Rewatch Reloaded style. <laughs> this is actually our Matrix Reloaded review. And welcome, guys. I, I, I had so much fun last night talking about the Matrix and stuff like that and just geeking out with, with you guys over this. Um, but yeah, say hello to everybody. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Part two. So, <laughs> and this time, it take, this movie actually takes place six months after the events of the, the original Matrix. Neo and Trinity are now romantically involved. Morpheus receives a message from Captain Nebo of the Logos calling an emergency meeting of all ships of Zion. Zion has confirmed the last transmission of the Osiris, an army of Centels, is tunneling towards Zion and will reach it within 72 hours. And this is actually a good time to throw an orgy to show that they're not going to take no crap off of machines because by doing that, you're going to have, you can start up an orgy. It'll be okay because they're not going to, because the machines are not going to attack you if you have an orgy. Yes. But, anyways, uh, we actually see the introduction to new characters within the first five minutes of this film as well. You, we wind up seeing the introduction by Jaden Pickett Smith. We wind up seeing uh, other characters that wasn't even introduced in the first film or anything like that either. Uh, another thing I want to mention is too: this movie only had this this movie had a budget of 127 million to 150 million. It made 739.4 million dollars at the box office. So. Anyways, what did you guys think of the new characters when you guys first saw them and stuff like that? For me, it was very different. It was a different world of the Matrix and also transformed on how different it was from the very first movie. Yeah, it's Mika. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it was good being introduced to new characters. So you see how this world expands because you see different captains of ships. And um, gosh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's character, um, Niobe. Niobe, yeah, you see her, um, and she's a little badass, and I guess she is too in real life. But I'm kind of sick of hearing about their drama. Um, but yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I am. There's a petition out to end their marriage drama. Um, but yeah, it like I said, it was good to see more characters and to see how vast this world is and. The different ships because you've only stayed with um the nebuchadnezzar yes yeah you only stayed with that one ship and now in this movie you see that there are various ships and then we finally go to zion like you were saying and then apparently that's where everybody just comes home and have orgies and <laughs> maybe if they just stayed and just had orgies, <laughs> the machines would not have come this 24 7 orgies probably would have saved the world. And that's all I have to Remember say. what Dwarfia says these walls will be shaken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I will say that I saw this movie with my sister, and that sex scene with Neo and Trinity was too long. And me and my sister were slightly uncomfortable. We were like, oh boy, this scene's still going? Jeez. That plus the orgy scene, I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh, oh, jeez, yeah, it's a long scene." We get it. You like sex, Jesus. 
<laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, like I said, I saw this again. This is my first R8 movie I watched in theaters. So seeing that, like, I'll admit this movie was really, really, really boring at aspects. Really, really, really boring. Like the opening sequence with Trinity kicking ass. Oh yeah, like her, like that was awesome. That was great. And then her jumping out of the building, that that was cool. And then Neo being up the uh, the agents like that. Um, actually, I think uh, it wasn't Captain Niobe that called uh, the Nebuchadnezzar. Was I think it was like it was, they're having a meeting or whatever. But it was mm-hmm. really the uh, it was uh, Commander Locke. Okay. Commander Locke is currently dating uh, Captain Niobe, who mm. Morpheus had a thing for. Um, and then so they 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 they've been ordered to repart- return to Zion. But yet Morpheus wants one ship to be like couple ships to be left just in case the Oracle calls because what do you know the Oracle's missing? Wow, that's pretty 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 hard to, to lose that's that the Oracle. Like, yeah, she can just go off on her own. Like, um and Neo Neo kicking ass, that was great. And then you see Agent Smith again, and Neo's got like he, he's had he has dreams, so it's, we're going back to dream stuff, but he's able he's has like he's able to see codes, so he's able to sniff out like a dog. Like sniff, sniff out a bomb. Yeah, okay. Somebody, something's going on. What's mm-hmm. going on? Like, and he, and he was immediately there. He beats up the agents. That was pretty cool. He does a Superman thing, and then then we get this. At least it's between thirty to forty five minute gap of absolutely nothing. Like it's just ta- a lot of talking, like stuff. I don't care. Like this kid wants to join Nebuchadnezzar, and yeah. he was like, oh, right. This <laughs> Does, does this guy have anything better to do? Like, that's the first time you hear Neo actually be like, like, can this guy go away? I'm tired of being a hero. Like, like all he does want, he just wants to, he just wants to have sex with Trinity. That's yeah. all he wants. He just wants to have sex and order. Right. That's pretty much. And then, yeah. and then there's nothing going on. A lot of talking, a lot of talking. Yeah. We have to deal with Link's wife who, um, who lost her brother Dozer. And if you're wondering, oh yeah, Link's the new of that because you're wondering, did where is Tank? Well, we don't know what happened to Tank. They technically they somewhat killed him off, but then again, we don't know because he wanted more. The actor that wanted to play Tank wanted more money. They said no, so they put a uh, guy in Link there, which I like him. I, I he's just I, I think I, I like the actor that plays him because he's just he's got that personality. I think I I can't pronounce his last name, but his first name is Harold. Yeah, um, he's great. I don't care about his wife. Uh-uh. I don't care about anybody else. I just care. About the three, the four people on the Nebuchadnezzar. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a, wasn't really a big, huge fan of Jada Pinkett Smith as Niobe. I just thought she's just, she's just there. It's like, I think there was really supposed to be another actress. I think she uh, was supposed to play her, but I think she died in a plane crash. So she, so that's what they, I think it was Ashanti, I think. Oh, wow. I oh, uh, Aaliyah. Her. No. Oh, Aaliyah. yeah. Never mind. Aaliyah. Sorry. I think it was supposed to be, it was, I think it was supposed to be her that was supposed to play Niobe. Oh. And then she had the, and then the, 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 the it would make role. sense because yeah. at that time, I think, oh, no, the plan crash. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was in uh, Queen of the Damned, I think, during this time. Yeah. That would have been um, interesting. Um, and then the other, and then once, like, and then the other interesting thing is Jet Lee was supposed to be in this movie. He was supposed to play the bodyguard to the Oracle, Sarah. Mm-hmm. But I think it was because I think they must have said something about his height, or they said you, you're too short to play him, or something of that nature. Or there was a lot. I don't know. I don't know the full details. I can look that up. But I know Jet Li was short. <laughs> but so I, but um, I think he was supposed to be in this movie, but then he just I think something happened where he said no. Um, 
Mm. But I do want to say this, though, with the sex mm-hmm. scene and stuff like that. I remember my brother-in-law ah, and I were yeah, going to no, go. Well. Sorry. It's okay. But I remember when my brother-in-law and I were going to go see this movie because, you know, we were both fans of the first one, but I didn't see it with him. And so anyways, I remember I was in, I forgot what grade I was in or whatever, but he winds up telling my mom that there's this 10-minute sex scene. And that's pretty much wrapped it up from there where I couldn't go. I'm like, well. Thanks. <laughs> and, you know, back in those, it was this movie was controversial because of that scene. But if you look back on it now, it's compared to what we have now, compared to this, this is nothing compared to what we have now. Look at Game of Thrones. Look at everything else with frontal nudity and everything else. We, we, got, we got 50 Shades of Grey. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? This is but, tamer than that. Um, right. Yeah. But, Basically, what I'm saying is this, though, too. I just remember the controversy surrounding it because of that scene and things like that. And, of course, I'm like, wait, I got to see Nightmare on Elm Street 5 where basically a girl ta- or 4 where a girl takes off her shirt when I was like six, seven years old. That was okay. But me going to see <laughs> a red art movie with Neo, with Kiki, with Keanu, having sex with Trinity... They, they drew the line on. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, you know, I have to agree with you, though, Charlie, whenever you said there was just too much talking with it and it was boring. Because yeah. everything within the Matrix is fun. Anything mm-hmm. that's in Zion and things like that, anything regarding the ships and the protection of, their, of the fleet and stuff like that, I didn't care about. But there is, like, one thing that I liked – from one one of the things is where is when a character is always questioning something, as well, and is where he, he, you have Neo and you also have one of the people who are um, what's what's the word I'm thinking of when when you have like the older people that's in charge, what the uh, counselor? Yeah, the counselor. When the counselor and him are talking, or chancellor, and, I think that's the yeah, the chancellor and him are talking. And they're looking out into the horizon where all these machines are doing something. And he's like, I don't know how these machines work. I just know they work and they serve a purpose. But I don't know. I don't understand the purpose of it. I don't understand the mechanics of it. And that's just like some stuff that we actually might actually pop up in our heads. We don't understand when uh, certain electronics work or how they work. We just know that it works. We don't know the mechanics of it. So that was like one of the things that I really liked about it. But anytime that I was in Zion, I was bored. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um, and I just felt bored with the Zion stuff. Anything within the Matrix and everything was fun. The CGI just doesn't stand out like it does, like, like the first one does. But this, to me, the CGI just didn't fit in like I thought it would be. It just didn't live up to where, where it was, once was. But I do like the agent, I do like the agent's fights and stuff like that with Neo against Agent Smith again. And of course, the reason why he's back is because Neo pretty much did something to him within his DNA and changed his whole entire DNA to where now that whole entire coding is now part of Neo. Mm-hmm. And it's also destroying everything within the matrix itself and and adding different codes, which is why when you see them looking at the coding and stuff like that, they're wondering why is this a weird coding codex and stuff. So I definitely like that aspect of it. 
Um, then of course I like the uh, Asian guy that's in this movie though too. I thought he was really good. I, I didn't know about Jet Li being in this film, but I yeah. think if they did have him in there, it would actually stand out more. Mm-hmm. But still, I thought that he, what they'd had with this actor worked, but it would have been a whole lot better with this Asian guy. But anyways, uh-huh. I'm gonna let you guys talk a little bit too. So I got more clarification. Um, so the the one that plays Z, of which I believe is the wife of uh Link, was actually supposed to be Lolia, not Niobe, which I saw so I was wrong on that one. And oh. then and the reason Jet Li, and then so they they were at the we had to reshoot scenes with the other actress, and then Jet Li was offered the role of Sarah, but he turned it down because he did not want his martial art moves digitally recorded. That that was the big thing, digitally recorded, not because of his size, digitally recorded. And on Wikipedia, there has nothing been any censorship issues regarding the sex scenes in this. There was any, I haven't seen any, read any controversies to it. Um, No, not controversy within the news or anything. I'm talking about like controversy within our parents. Oh, okay. In our homes, not within the media or anything. Mm -hmm. Because don't forget, parents can over exaggerate on some some things as well. Yeah. And without seeing the full context of something. So, of course, it would be controversial to us as teens okay. because we're not allowed to see something that okay. uh, that they see that is not right for us. So okay. that's what I mean. I just wanted to clarify on that because it wasn't very specific. But then again, yeah. in 2001, we got Halle Berry and Swordfish. I mean, come yeah. on. Like, I mean, that was two years I ago. I saw that, too. But I saw that. that was, I watched that, I one like, that movie with my parents. Swordfish is a great movie. You yeah. got to do a review on it. It's an awesome, awesome movie. I love that movie. Um. But yeah, again, I mean, I listen to y'all review. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a great movie. It's uh, it's John Travolta is at, at his best. Um, and it's got like great cast. But anyway, um, yeah, the Zion stuff sucked. Like, I mean, because I mean, when I was again, I was a kid in two thousand and three. Yeah, I, I that again, the scene, the stuff. I'm like, oh, because I love the Matrix so much. I'm like, okay. Bored. Let's get let's 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 get to it. Let's get the action sequences, not the orgy. I didn't want that. Like that was like what was that was completely unnecessary. Like why do you want to like why did you want to piss off the machines? Really? You they really think that was a good idea? Because you're right underneath the machines and they're digging. Like come on. Like what? But let's think critically here. Like I know I know like I know you're gonna die and then at most you're gonna die in the next movie. But what? Let's not resort to that. Let's, you know, let's 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 get let's get ready for the war. That's what this is. You're about you're about to fight. I mean, again, the one aspect design I thought was really cool is the tech, the the tech, the the mechanical techs, the one with the with the the the, the, the dual guns. Like that mm-hmm. was cool, seeing that, and then seeing that. Like again, there was that was an aspect I I, I liked in the third one, which we'll get into, but. Third movie is just just as boring as like most of the movie is pretty boring and and this one's actually got some memorable scenes in it because once you get past the boring Zion stuff, it's a roller coaster. It's like right there and it's like boom 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 and credits and then and then years later once I watch I, I I watched a DVD at the end of it I'm like, what do you mean? What, what does it say? Coming soon. There's an actual trailer for the third movie at the end of the credits. Of the second one, nice. I am not nice. kidding. There is. I did not know yeah. it again. Two thousand and three. I did not know that in two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah, because they were afterwards. filming back to back at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah, and they came out. But at the time, I didn't know that, and that's mm-hmm. why I thought this was kind of cool. Like that. There's a trailer for the third one after the end of it. Like, 
I, like, and this is like the post-credit scene before that before Marvel started doing it. You actually got a trailer, a short trailer, albeit, but show hyping up the new one. And I thought that was pretty cool because if you got something's filmed back to back, doesn't mean they're going to show a uh, trailer at the end of it. Like, I mean, Mission Impossible is filmed back to back. The new one, there probably won't be a trailer after that one. So it's very rare that we get a trailer for the next movie, which I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, but yeah, but it's boom, 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 boom. Like, and then um, the, the 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 Hunter Mr. Smith theme, and like in two thousand three, seeing this was awesome because no one's done this. No one's had a copy of a Hunter Mr. Smith, and they're the only way to do this was CGI. There was mm-hmm. no way they could have done this. Even today, technology you can't necessarily do that. Maybe you can do it better, but at the time, I thought the CGI looked cool. Does it look cool? Not really. But if you watch the behind the scenes, if you go on under you know, YouTube on the Warner Brothers Entertainment, you can actually see how they did it. it. Makes you appreciate the scene a little bit more. And um, and yeah, and like like I said, I thought the sequence was entertaining. Um, the sequence, like again, the CGI part when he's he, when he got the pipe and he's like running around in circles, <laughs> that was cool. I mean, wasn't shaky cam. Because we get shaky cam now these days, and but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And then he, how he took on the Smiths, and honestly, I hate the Oracle because she's just she just bad, brings bad news. Like, <laughs> oh, we let Neo at least have some uh, this at least like not put all hey, at least Neo got a cookie at, at his first visit. Because now, now six months later, he doesn't even get a cookie, and he's supposed to be the one. You give uh-huh. him a cup, co- you know. You, you, you he, take he, he got candy. You got a candy. Candy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the other interesting thing is that you actually have a uh, Mr. like the Agent Smith stops the person from entering the uh, answering the, the telephone, so he gets cloned. What do you know? He answers the phone, so he's like, his mind's all screwed up. He's cutting his hands, mm-hmm. like it's like, I mean, like, and then again, that twist though. I mean, that's, that's the first movie that I I think around that time period they actually had a cliffhanger. It ended in a cliffhanger, and then the, and the whole theater were like, what? And then when she see his face, everybody was like, oh no, like it's that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of could have expected it, but again, like, again, the, the, this is the first like it's doing stuff that nobody's done before at the time. Uh, again, and this came out in two thousand three, so of course this looks outdated. But right. still, I mean, I he, yeah, I mean, you just, we just got to appreciate for this because. If we didn't get the second and third movie, we wouldn't begin this new one that's coming out. Yeah, but to y'all's point about how boring Zion is, I think that's that's the point. <laughs> like everything in Zion is just like muted colors, it's boring, it's not sleek, it's not exciting, it's not chic. And um I I mean, what else they gotta do but have sex? <laughs> <laughs> And watch these machines do things that they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you like, well, hey, what's going on? Let's just have some sex. You know, right? it's like, the, like, boys, it's it's like the boys came home from war. That's how I see it. And right. then everybody's celebrating like, ooh, orgy time. You know, <laughs> you came back alive. So, I wonder if that's what goes through the United States armies. <laughs> boys are back in town. But the uh, <laughs> going back to the scene with the chancellor and Neo, he did talk about uh, control. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought that was a really interesting yeah. talk. And 
Neo proved his point, and he was like, well, we can just get rid of all the machines. We could just kill them all. And he was like, well, that's my point. Like, wait, who is in control? Like, is it us? Is it the machines? And then he was like, okay, if we get rid of the machines, then how are we going to power the lights and electricity for Zion? So I thought that was a pretty interesting story how, you know, we we have a dependency on these machines and technology, you know, like the, the lights that we have and our phones and mm-hmm. com- the computer we're on now. Like you can see how we're so dependent upon technology or the machines, you know. So. Right. But you know, that does raise an interesting thing that you mentioned. Everything about how we're so powered on with machines and stuff like that, and how we rely on machines. And it's like cause and effect, right? It's like, well, if you destroy this, the outcome is you destroy something else. Mm-hmm. How? Oh, oh. sorry. You, it's destroy... a... you know? Yeah, I it's think. Like, the Frenchman right. was talking about that too, John. He was talking about cause and effect as well. So that's interesting you brought that up. Maybe that's the theme of the Matrix Reloaded. There's a cause and an effect. Because we see that played out with Mr. Smith, about not, you know, Agent Smith, uh, where he's copying everything because of Neo's DNA that uh, that's inside of him. Mm-hmm. So we already see that cause at the first film where Neo goes inside of him and he blows him up to pieces. But then there's pieces of DNA of a little bit of Neo, a little bit of agent Smith that's being blasted around. The second one, the effect is agent Smith hacking into the whole entire matrix and changing the programming up to the point where now that is now everything's changed. And that's the effect of it because of, yes, Neo stopped Agent Smith at the first film, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like the fact that it's like, yeah, congratulations, you beat the big bad, but what's the outcome? Mm-hmm. What's what's after this? And now we get to see that being played out. Now he's actually getting a chance to turn other people within the Matrix into agents. We also see him trying to also do that to Neo and everything too. And Neo doesn't understand what's going on and everything. Because remember, Trinity goes, well, what happened? He goes, I don't know. And I just felt uncomfortable. And I'm not, I'm just paraphrasing. But, you know, the whole fact that Neo is probably thinking, wait, this could happen to me. I could wind up being an agent and everything if I'm not careful as well. Because this guy's also powerful, and he's also kind of like Neo. He's, like I said before in our message to Mika, where he's unplugged, but at the same time, he's nothing like Neo. He wants to control it all. Mm-hmm. And everything, yeah. too. Yeah, he almost got Morpheus, too. Yep. In that scene before the they met the architect. Yeah, they almost turned Morpheus as well. That would have yeah, been like that's like the very end, right before they go to the oh yeah, the architect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, dude, that I wanted Neo to kick his ass. It was scary enough that he yeah. he um turned the Oracle because now you like oh yeah, that's like I mean. great. Oh wait, whoop, sorry. That's it, like, like, <laughs> see, they're I mean, all starting to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I would say 
Mr. Agent Smith, or like he's got Neo's DNA. I wouldn't say that. I would say he's just un, he's a new man. He's unplugged because he's not in the agent system. He's rogue. He's like a rogue virus that's running rampant in that because he's he's unplugged. He's got no rules, no regulations because I think they kicked him out in a sense. I wouldn't say he's got some of Neo's DNA. I wouldn't say Neo's got some agent Smith's DNA. I don't think DNA's transmitted that way again it's like it like it, again it is like neo is like the the like mcafee let's just say we're gonna do a computer talk he's like mcafee security he's like he's blocking malware that's what agent smith was like malware once you get rid of malware you don't you don't transmit malware you don't intercept you don't receive malware i think agent smith was just unplugged because he saw him like hand him here he, like i tell him like thank neo for letting me free I wouldn't say he's got the DNA in there. And then when Neo said it was like it made it like when he got like he was about to clone, it made, it made him feel back in that hallway. It, meant, it felt like dying. And that's essentially what it is. Um, and then he tried to get Morpheus until Neo saw him. And of course, Neo's like kicking ass. Like he's beating up all the Asians like they're just ragdolls. But they go at the idea of cause and effect. It leads into probably when the movie really picks up when you meet the Frenchman mm-hmm. and his, uh, the, 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 horny, the horny Frenchman again. That here, the whole thing about reload is about sex. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be the whole re, like reload it. It's all about sex because <laughs> yeah. 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 orgy cake. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah, he gives cake. the girl the or like the cake that's something, and then he's like he's in the ladies' room, like like yeah, like and he's like she wasn't kissing your face, my love. Like I mean, it's pretty like the innuendos, but I, I think I thought Persephone was hilarious, and the scene I love the most. Again, Trinity is such a badass, but she goes, "Okay, in order to get the keymaker, I just need a kiss." Like, I, I, I like this is a sample. She pulls out her gun. He goes, "Why don't you sample this instead?" And then Morpheus tells mm-hmm. her, "Trinity," and she looks so pumped. She really <laughs> wanted to like bust a cap in her, like shoot her so many times. Like, no, and that's this hell is like, oh, such a thing that is a kiss. Like, you just hate it, Persephone. Because she kissed Neo and Trinity couldn't do jack shit about it. That that she was, was so pissed, but yeah, that's a true she, test right there. I mean, that, that wasn't a kiss. Wrong. That was some tongue up in there. I know. Uh, yeah, I was that like, was, no, that was more than a kiss. I would have my gun on her too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I Randy would actually kiss. have her gun right at that girl. I, I would thank her. Yeah, like, if you don't get off my man, give us. <laughs> I, I love the give it to us when they're in the elevator. And then, like, and then Morpheus is t- like, when the people want to get on with them, they're like, like Morpheus is telling them no. And then, and then Neo, what do you see? Well, every floor is wired with explosives. Bad for us. So it's like, and because like, and this is a whole new one about the back doors, like back doors mm-hmm. about in the, in the Matrix. So that's cool. But the, the Persephone sequence was hysterical. Or, or, and then, and the other line I liked by Trinity, like one, like when the uh, one of the guards tried to touch uh, Trinity, she goes. Touch me, and you and that hand will never be able to touch anything again. I'm like, you better listen to her. She's gonna break your arm or cut it off. Like, I mean, don't piss off Trinity. That, that's that's the big motto of this of these movies. Don't piss her off. Yeah. And don't get in a and don't try to chase her in a car sequence or a motorcycle sequence because she will escape you in a second. She'll drive into oncoming traffic, weave in and out. Like yeah, and we'll get into that. Like that 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 sequence is is it was so good. But yeah, the uh, meaning the Frenchman 
is that was a great sequence. And then when you meet the keymaker, which after he becomes the keymaker, he becomes the doctor for John Wick. Because if you're wondering, that's the same guy. <laughs> he was the doctor for the Continental, which is like mm-hmm. you'll like if you if you like tear your tissues, you'll bleed to death, but you have full function. But yeah, it's the same guy. He went from a keymaker to the keymaker to helping out uh, to helping out Neo and the team to then to, to then mending up Nia, uh, mending up John Wick. Mm. It makes sense now, right? And then we talking about the albino twins. Oh, yeah, like, those dudes. I was like, okay, no, so those are my favorite characters. To they be look freaky, you. and then they like become um, transparent, and I'm like, oh god, okay. So uh, if we're talking about computer, um, computer talk, what would they be? I believe like another now, virus or something. Well, let me go off of the other thing real quick. Because there was something I wanted to add with the cake and stuff like that. Um, to me, that also resembles Cypher with the cake acting on emotions and how out of control we are, which is what the Frenchman actually talks about is does food actually make us basically act the way that we do? Or is it our own intentions the way that we do things And as well? And then, of course, we wind up seeing the girl take the bite, and then, of course, it winds up making her horny. But <laughs> um, I, see, I, this is why I can't be a doctor. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I, I want to say that cipher. But, I don't. I it, this had no. I didn't write, write with that because this this sequence with the steak it had nothing to do with this. I think it's because the Frenchman put something in the cake himself. It wasn't necessary. Oh, eating the cake with nothing in it makes you want to do this. No, I, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't agree with that. I don't think this reminds. I, 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 I didn't even. Oh, sorry. I'm yep. sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to. No, uh, it's fine. But I, remember. I, oh, but remember when people try foods or whatever. Basically, people are like, "Ooh, this is so good. This is like better than sex," or, you know, and it's just all mixed in with different emotions and stuff when somebody bites into something. I'm just going off of that, but you know, it might be a, maybe I'm going down the rabbit hole with it, but that's what I was thinking. But yeah, I guess so. I don't, yeah, I I guess I saw it as something like a, well, of course, it's all metaphors up in here, like just how we're just out of control, is what the Frenchman mm-hmm. was saying. We're just completely out of control, and we just have the ability to give into our desires and our wants, and I guess whatever he put in that cake uh, awaken her deepest desires for lust and whatever else. But I did like the shot where we I mean <laughs> we, we got to see her explode but you know I thought that was a pretty cool special effect. <laughs> um, but my no sister was like I need that cake <laughs> we were in the theater. <laughs> See what you started, Sean. See what you started. You went down the bathroom. I'm sorry. We're about, to, we're about to talk about the action sequences, and you're talking about a different oh, set of action here. Well, sorry. <laughs> I wanted to. T- I wanted to get into that a little That's bit. That's part I... of the Matrix too, as well, Charlie. Sex and action. <laughs> okay. Sex and rock about roll, the but... cake. <laughs> but. Okay, let's talk about the albino twins because the twins are my favorite characters, and they're tra- and I like how 
they're transparent, which maybe has anything to do with maybe uh, the Lachowskis being transsexual and being transparent and that kind of aspect. Maybe it's a metaphor for them. I don't know. But as far as their duties inside the Matrix and everything, I think it's just to prevent anybody from screwing up anything that the French guy has plans for. Yeah. Because he can add anything to the Matrix and make people do certain things. Maybe it has something a little bit to do with like how we receive things with media. Mm. And how yeah. certain so. things uh, just falter our mind because of something that we see. I just know it's really hard to kill them and that was getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Try playing the game. They're just agents in ghost form. If I'm this annoyed, I don't think I can handle the game. Not with those two in it. (laughs) They're just they're just agents, but in ghost form. Oh, ghost agents. You could say that. I mean, yeah, I love the agents too. And like like my dad and I, like, we love the agent. Like they're the goat, like the twins, because they were just great. And then a sequence when I was like that, like that very hits me. He's like, we are getting very aggravated. Yes, we are. Like it, like it, it w- my dad and I said that cause I was coming home from a, from my, one of my doctor's appointments, my, my annual checkups. And we were like the long, it was the longest visit I've ever had. We were sitting in traffic and this girl's like flipping her hair and like in the middle while dr- like, she's like, while we're stuck behind her, flipping her hair, doing makeup, like, like so annoying to the point is, we're getting very, and I, I, we quoted, we're getting very aggravated. Yes, we are. Like the, the sequence, because we're watching this person in real life being really annoying. I'm like, yeah, it's aggravating. Let's, let's go. This, this not makeup time. It's drive time. Let's go. Cause some of us had to actually want to get home. But yeah, it's just like the twins were just very relatable. But, um, and then I, I just love the back doors of how suddenly you seem like they're in like, this Chinatown area, and then all of a sudden they open a door, boom, you're in the mounts. Like this, this, this is so like just like the locations or just how they were to go from one like for the set of keys and doors. It's like very, it was very intriguing. I thought it was really cool that, but uh, and of course Persephone is the one that's going against her husband because cause and effect. The cause, her husband felt like cheating on her with some like some mm-hmm. blonde girl. Because that's what he has a thing for, and Persephone didn't like it. She's like, and then like, or this her the way she just just goes about herself. She, am I the only one that keeps silver bullets in their guns? And she just randomly shoots some guy in the like she's one of the uh, the men in the head, um, just to, just to get the get just to get the Frenchman back or the Merovingian, and then cause and effect, my love. What? Where, where's the lipstick you were wearing? She wasn't kissing your face, my love. Have, and it's like, what do you think this is a game? Yeah, have fun. So she leaves and let the boy uh, let them deal with each other. So this is when they kind of split up when uh, more more uh, Morpheus and Trinity are running after the keymaker along with the ghost, which Trinity Trinity even admitted like kind of less in the theater when they sunk to the ground. Like like that's a cool trick. And then we get the and then the action picks up and we have Neo taking out the uh, entire guards and then he does the iconic stopping the bullets and he impresses the Merovingian. Okay. You have some skill. <laughs> like he yeah. just, oh, he's just a random guy. Nope. He could, he could stop bullets. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That, that scene where they jump from one 
um, staircase balcony yes. to the other in slow motion. It was very yeah. um, Renaissance. Yeah. Almost like a Renaissance painting in action. So I thought it was really artistic. I miss Neo about guns. But then again, I realized, oh, wait, he does the exact opposite in the John Wick movies. He does nothing but guns. Some con- Not as much kung fu, but more <laughs> guns in that one. And I was like, okay. That makes up for it because he has so many headshots in those movies. But uh, but yeah, like again, I thought this was an entertaining sequence. Um, it was a great action sequence. Um, Neo kicking ass like st- when he stopped the blade, and then you see that like and he stops it, and then Mar- the, and the guy's and his eyes lit up. I'm like, and he starts bleeding. Mm-hmm. See, he's just a man. Man, yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like Gal Gadot from uh from the Fast and Furious movies. You see, he's just a man. Like he's like he's like the way he says it was like exactly how Gal Gadot says in the Fast and Furious movies. He's just a man. Well, the the um the action sequence on the interstate too. Oh, the I'm thinking about it. It kind of reminds me of Tenet, you know, where she's yep. going against traffic. So yeah. I kind of thought about that too. That's why I'm like Christopher Nolan watching a lot of Matrix. And just kind of slowly putting it into a tenet in all his films. And this one isn't going backwards. This is her literally driving on into the like, traffic. Yeah. Right. I mean, that sequence, like, she can give Tom Cruise a run for her money, for his money oh. on a motorcycle. And I, I put money on Trinity. Trinity would beat Ethan Hunt in a motorcycle race in oncoming traffic 100% mm-hmm. easily. Like, yeah, there, there's no way Ethan Hunt's, Ethan Hunt's losing this. Like, dude, you're losing to a girl on this one. It's it's pretty obvious. But again, this the whole sequence of how they f- filmed it. This was like there was like there was not much CGI in this. This was like really all practical effects. Like the cars like flipping. Like it's it was one of the best sequences like I've ever seen in a movie. Like this sequence alone was worth the price of admission for this movie. It makes up for the Zion boring orgy sequences and made up for that. It made up for uh, the talking. This sequence alone gives the movie a decent rating for me because it's it, because that sequence is so good and it's got co- like some bits and comedy in it. Like the idea like of uh, when Trinity's on the bike, when she's like, uh, Link, I need a hotline for, uh, for to a hot wire bike. And then and she's like, hold on a sec. Keymaker holds her key. goes, you are handy. And it's just like, it's just like this, the, this, the subtleness of it. And it's, it was, it was just hilarious and it was actually really entertaining. But again, the whole sequence of that. So go ahead, John, you seem to be one of the talks. So go ahead. No, no, you're good. Seriously. You sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You seem kind of disturbed. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Go for it, John. But no, uh, the, I remember the seeing the highway the highway scene and everything else too being played out. As a matter of fact, I remember it on the Super Bowl commercial as well because that's what they teased. They teased that big huge action sequence, and to see it in the theaters uh, and stuff like that would have been totally awesome to see. It was, but awesome. unfortunately, I saw it on DVD instead. But still, overall, I was still had chills uh, that whole entire thing because of how blown away I was just with the action sequences alone. And of course what Mor- Morpheus and then Trinity trying to learn how to hotwire the, the uh, bike and everything. And then of course, finally we find the two albino twins uh, being destroyed uh, in the explosion and everything too, because you're wondering the whole entire time, 
how is Neo going to take these twins down whenever they keep on dodging everything? Because it gets to the point where they're very OP. To the uh, and you're wondering when is this? When are the twins going to die? And then finally they die in that eighteen uh, wheeler accident where it collides with another car, I believe. And then uh, no, uh, Mor- Morpheus got his uh, samurai sword. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Got the samurai yeah. sword. The car was that's running right. up to him. Morpheus does the like the quick one, like the quick like like duck and cover spin, and he like cuts the uh, that's right. Uses his katana. Which means Japanese sword. <laughs> um, he uses, and then he just he unloads his clip. Like Morpheus will actually learn how to fight in this one. That's what I really <laughs> yeah, I was like, thinking about that. He's when I out the twins, and if you're wondering, hey, where's Nia and all this? Oh yeah, that's right. He's in the mountains. Really? Like, yeah. yeah. So he's like they, the the twins shut the door right when he's about to get there to say, and he's in the and he's in the mountains. Like Link, where am I? You're not gonna believe this. You're in the mountains. Really. And then he immediately does the Superman thing, and then like, and that—that's how he's like. It was like, I mean, when he does that, that's actually pretty cool. Like when Neo, Neo's flying like that, like I mean, that, I thought that was cool. And then the clutch moments when you need Neo to show up, he shows up in the nick of time, and Link just reacts to like the his, Link's reaction is us watching this. So, mm-hmm. so he's kind of like our our first person view into the matrix. Cause we're kind of like link experiencing Neo do all this stuff for the first time. Um, but yeah, like, 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 yeah, that, like the, the twin sequence was great. And Morpheus being a, like Morpheus actually learned how to fight. He's still getting his ass kicked by an agent though. I mean, that, that seems to be the trend. Maybe that's why they told Morpheus, okay, you're not fighting. You're going to, you're going to have a big sequence in the beginning of the movie. And then you're just gonna be with Ni- you're just gonna like take the backseat to let Niobe like pretty much like slap you around, pretty much be the uh be the dominant in the relationship. Um <laughs> that, that seems like that wasn't the third one, pretty much. But, but Morpheus is okay in the fighting, but he's he still gets his ass kicked by an agent. <laughs> well, I thought about you when I saw this again. I was like, okay, maybe Charlie will be satisfied because he kind of is fighting more. In this film, and he did pretty good, but you know, I, mean, I, I think Morpheus, yeah. Morpheus just surrounds himself with people that can fight, and he's like, I'm your leader, defend me or fight, you know. So, he, I mean, he, I don't know. I mean, once I see the new Morpheus in the, the new Matrix movie, if he does more fighting scenes, and he actually wins. I'm like, huh, what, what's wrong with Lauren Fishburne? You should give some Fishburne some fight sequences, learn yeah. how to. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be, be funny if the, if the uh, uh, black mantra, uh, mantra, if he kicks more ass than uh, because if like he's the like the that was the actor that played black yeah. mantra, like, he's the yeah. new Morpheus. Um, if he kicks more ass than Lawrence Fishburne, I'm like, what the hell? I still believe in Lawrence Fishburne. I think he can do it. Just Give him a the katana, and yeah, like yeah. with some Ben Gay, and they can do <laughs> you know, get them wires and get him moving. He can still do it. <laughs> If Tom Cruise can do it, so can uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Fishburne should have been in The Last Samurai, not Tom Cruise. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's literally the joke or whatever oh. that was from uh, the Chappelle show. Was when, uh, when it was like uh, Paul Mooney was doing Mooney on movies. He's talking yeah, about like, The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. <laughs> and, these two, and these two white women are talking like, oh, that was great. Really? That's believable? Tom Cruise as a samurai. <laughs> Get me started on the Chappelle show. 
I did mm-hmm. yesterday with the Matrix. Right. That's what he made fun of the Matrix. What, what did you think about the, uh, the architect, though? The architect was a douche. <laughs> he is the I architect, like, though. Yeah, I like Will Ferrell's version. He is a bit better. <laughs> yeah, but overall, I mean, I get the fact that he's the one who created pretty much everything and stuff like that. He knows what's going to happen and things like that. But he was a complete asshole towards uh, Neo and everything because of the fact he goes, oh, I'm the one who's in control here. You're just a pawn in my game, Mm -hmm. basically. And there's nothing that you can do about it because I know what's going to happen. I know your every movement. Just because you may be the one, it doesn't mean that I don't know your every move kind of thing. But at the same time, look what we have now. We have tracking devices in our own phone with GPSs mm-hmm. and everything. And they're actually cell phone companies are in control of our lives, basically, because mm-hmm. of the fact that they know that it's our means to actually communicate with people. And also, too, social media also has a way of actually grabbing us and nudging us. Which is, you know, um, there's a documentary that we that I was telling you about before. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I forgot the name of. It. I know what you're talking about. Oh, John froze. Yeah, oh, but yeah, the the architect reminded me of um like a big brother in the sky. You know, he because with all the television screens and everything else, or it could be a mockery of a creator, creator, creation type thing. Um, but yeah, like a big brother in the sky, he's just watching you and he's like, um, yeah, yeah, a little bit. He's, he's like watching you and just, um, has your every move and he's tracking you. Like you said, John, um, that that's kind of like what we, what we're going through now, just how the FBI, high FBI are tracking, (laughs) tracking our, uh, every move. And like yeah, like your search history, like the algorithms, the bots, like everything, like yeah. everything that we go through now, we can look back at the matrix if you want to get that deep into it and be like, whoa, the matrix was right. These people are like just running our lives and we are in the matrix. But do we want to be in boring Zion or do we want to be in the matrix? You know, you got to make yeah. up your mind. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, I like the Will Ferrell version of the architect. And the, and you the, blew it. Yeah, well, the MTV Movie Awards spoofed this one. It was hysterical. But I love the TV screens of the other Neos, and like yeah. when they're all screaming "beep you," like 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 yeah. they're all different. Yeah. And, and the real Neos just just standing there, calm, pretty pissed off. But I wanted Neo to beat the crap out of him, honestly. Like Trinity, like like it's like. Like I mean, like you just knew Trinity was going in, was going to be going in the Matrix. Like she, again, I mentioned yesterday, her and Neo like to defy authority. When they told when they tell them to do something, they go against it. But it's like, but like the way she, the way that just her whole demeanor about it, like because the um, and then we got they got pretty gruesome with the other ship when the uh, when like when the one guy like, yeah, that's really bright to have an old rusted bridge. And you got, and you got like a mechanical thing for a leg, and you're and you're jumping up, you're all gimpy. 
They're of course coming. the thing was going to fall down. Yeah. yeah, and then it went through the guy's chest. I was like, oh, Yeah, like, yeah, and it's like, and then and then he falls, which le- which leads to this giant spike pu- penetrating the, the computer guy. Like, here's the thing. That, that's, like, this is kind of like the exact opposite. This is like, if it was Tank or it was Dozer, they would have lived. Mm-hmm. These were mm-hmm. two white guys. Mm-hmm. These two white guys are in control. Like, and, and, and that's what it seems like. But, yeah, I, mean, I hate playing on that stat, but it's true. Like, if it was like if it was the, the exact opposite, they would have lived. They would have been. They would have built the thing with a stupid wreckity bridge. <laughs> oh no, I fall. Doesn't matter. You die anyway. Which would have died? I mean, blown up. Penetrate with a spike. Like I mean, like what would you prefer? Because the the Sentinels of that, and like Sentinels were just real dicks in this movie. Like they just they just they didn't give you a chance. They instead of just invading like the first movie, they they just they did their they they, they killed um killed them softly from a distance, mm-hmm. and essentially yeah. they just threw a bomb on it. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's that, that's how they do it. Like they must have been they might they've evolved in a sense, mm-hmm. but then um. But yeah, but then you go back to the Trinity sequence. She's like, like you just know it was, it was stuff's about to hit the like stuff's about to get serious when that music pipes on, like the uh, like kind of like it was not techno music, but it's like serious, like yeah, like, like the classic Matrix music. Like you just know once that music hits, some some badass is about to happen. And that's exactly what Trinity did. She's like, like I'm not gonna sit here and watch them die. Like I'm going in there and like you know yeah one well, five sec and five minutes I'll have that I'll tear the whole like and then it's funny on the subtitles you don't see the word goddamn she says it so fast it yeah. like, subtitles doesn't even pick it up in five seconds I'm gonna tear that whole goddamn building down yeah it says tear that building down and you look at the subtitles I was like damn like even subtitles know not to piss off Trinity <laughs> <laughs> they better not yeah they better not and. And she no, goes was, in there, and yeah, yeah. I, no, I was gonna um, say it was interesting. Uh, going kind of going back to the architect, um, how he was saying Neo wasn't the only one, yeah. and that really, I was like, wait, what? You're not the only one, the one. So that I don't know. That kind of blew me away. In a I think sense. they might be preluding to the new one, where I don't think Neo's got one capabilities, but yeah. he's not the. The he's not the one. It's one. Trinity. Trin- I think Trinity's got the powers. Like she's got just as much as powers mm. as Neo. Interesting. Because there's various clips in the trailer where she's like, where she's screaming and everybody yeah. like that. And it's and then the two of them come like two of them combine and everybody just like goes off. Like I think I think because then the one person saying the, the like the fate of Neo isn't up to him. And, mm. and I think it's I think it's Trinity. I think she's got the one capabilities in this one. She just doesn't realize it yet. And because like his, his Trinity was always the one that believed in Neo. Now it's time for Neo to believe in Trinity. Like, wow. I am so happy they brought the two of them back. Yeah. Those were the two best characters in this franchise. That's why the third movie is such a downer. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm being brutally honest. That's why it got, I mean, that's, that's why it's the my lowest ranked one. Because you took away the two best characters of the movie. Like, come on. Like, but the fact that they came back, obviously the script's really good because Keanu isn't is at the point where he can just pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that Keanu picked the Matrix to do the Matrix for the return for it, 
and how giddy he is in these interviews talking about oh the matrix the action lana knows how to do it they like knows how to like make you look like a badass while like while holding a gun or whatever and like and, and keanu's like two helicopters like they shooting at you in the mid in mid building awesome like is this it's just like this like this how how happy keanu is to do these types of stuff it's so great to see him back because nobody else could have been, like, could like, uh, like again, nobody else could have done these movies as, uh, without him. Like Keanu is just that he's just that energetic per- piece, and everybody wants to work with him now. Like he's that, mm-hmm. but the fact that they brought him back, I'm just ex- floored. But um, but yeah, he's a big sci-fi fan too, though. Yeah, he's a big sci-fi and cyberpunk fan, so I, yeah. I wasn't surprised that he was back. Yeah, I, mean, I was, like, I was happy. Really back, okay but, uh, yeah. Um. And then, um, but yeah, I, lo- I love the the highway sequence. And then, um, yeah, I um, mean, yeah, and, and then, and then Neo, like, if I were you, I hope we don't meet again. I'm like, yeah, you don't want to meet Neo. Again. Neo will kick your ass. You're pissing him off. Well, he had two choices. He was like, you can go through this door, and you can end the war, or basically, you can go save Trinity. Like and end I the was, war. I like, was like, why don't it you wasn't going to end the war? It wasn't because the architect told him yeah. like. True. If you just go in there, you're sacrificing yourself for nothing. That's pretty much what it was. And then Neo's like, "Hmm, do I want to save Zion or save? I save my girlfriend. I'm saving the girlfriend." <laughs> um, and then and and then the sequence re comes out in the fire. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was shot cool. Him coming out with a fire, and then it's like. Yeah, it's like him coming out like a like a like a blaze of glory. That's literally what he was, and he was oh, yeah. going so fast. Oh yes, how he caught her—that was like again. That we were link. Holy crap, he caught her because like they kept talking about this whole scene this whole time. Like we knew Trinity was going to get shot. She got shot in the heart, mm-hmm. like in that area, and she fell. She fell, and she kept. They kept emphasizing the fall, and the fact that Neo caught her. Was just like, this is the second time. So Neo saved Morpheus. He saved the Keymaker, and he saved Trinity by coming in at the last minute, saving um, uh, saving Morpheus and uh, the Keymaker from blowing up, while on type of the two tanker tricks, and him saving them, the saving Trinity from falling. That and while the agent just goes completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It had a oh, John's back. Yep. No, we, we were um we were talking about the architect, uh, but also we were talking about Trinity falling too and Neo saving her, which it know. it does have a um a fairy tale esque um vibe to it as well. Like he it did touched her heart and then oh she's alive. Yeah, uh, and I was just saying how we're, we, the audience the is like Link. When Link's reaction to him catching Morpheus and the Keymaker from blown up by the agents, then Nor- Neo coming in from the mountains to saving them at the last minute, like yes, like that's us, that's us as the audience cheering, and to him catching Trinity, holy crap, he caught her, like that's us, and then it's like, and then I was like, okay, holy crap, he saved her, he's like. He's a metaphor. <laughs> he is a metaphor that can like he he was able to get the bullet out and restart her heart. Like that's the one. 
Yep. It's clearly the one. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, of course, the two of them making out, like, I guess this makes us even and Link's like, I can't take this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's us. That's us, mm-hmm. the audience. Like, yeah, yeah, this is a lot of way too much. Yeah. Yeah. This, this relationship is too much. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't end in a happy ending. I'll just say that. Like, yeah, they teased us oh, with the happy oh, ending. Oh. No, no. Do that. No, no. We gotta mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta clip your ankles right here. We gotta Tanya mm-hmm. Harding you right now. We gotta we gotta stop the fun. <laughs> Ouch, that hurts. <laughs> yep, definitely hurts. <laughs> but you know, I definitely do have to agree with you guys on that though, too. Is like it's like a fairy tale ending. You're you're hoping that Neo will get there in the nick of time, and of course he does. Mm-hmm. And us as an audience and everything too. We're on that whole entire thing of edge of, on our edge of our seat, hoping that he'll do it. And when he does do it, like Charlie said, yes, he's done it. He saved her. Whenever I first saw that scene where she he winds up taking the bullet out of her and then restarting her heart, I'm like, ooh, this goes way beyond any of his other powers and everything too. This is like basically resurrecting somebody. God love someone that he cares about. Resurrection. Yep. God love. There you go. <laughs> he's like, but, he's like, you have the God mode sheet on, and like, if you this is a video <laughs> game, it's the God mode sheet. You can't die, but you can't save anybody else. So it's not, it's not like God mode, but kind of is. But yeah, it's just he's the one, literally. That's in his name. The one, the the, the word one is in Neo. Oh, one. Yeah. Yes. The one in Trinity. Yeah. But yeah, this movie is definitely, I have to say, I enjoyed aspects of it, but I didn't enjoy it as a whole like I did with the very first Matrix movie. But anything, like I was saying before, I liked aspects of uh, that one scene with Zion and the stuff orgy? like that. No. <laughs> the orgy? No. Oh. no you gotta be no. more specific, John. The elders. Yeah. Whenever he was oh, talking oh, about the elders. Okay. Got it. Okay. That's the word I was thinking of at the very beginning. The elders. That's what I was thinking of. It's okay to like the orgy, too. <laughs> I mean, I like the, I mean. The orgy? No. Yeah, the Matrix action sequences. Like, no, I hated that portion. But uh, but to finish up what happens, Neo's telling Morpheus, oh, yeah, prophecy's full shit. Pretty much, he's just saying, he was verbatim, yeah. I'm sorry, the truth hurts, but you're full shit. That they're Morpheus. And then, then all of a sudden, the Squiddies show up. And you know what? Because they had Neo. That's how they survived. It's a bomb. We need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Unlike the other group, so, Johnny, you missed our conversation. I said the uh, the other ship that blew up. The reason why it blew up and those guys were idiots is because two white guys were in charge of <laughs> that ship. You're right. If you wind you up having two it. black people in charge, they'll go on ahead and get the hell yeah, on out of there. Like, or, like, well, then again, Tink wasn't really black. He was kind of like, kind of like I, I can't I can't figure out like, what. I think he's like a mixed. I'll say that. Um, but Dozer. Like, you had two guys in control. And then Nebuchadnezzar doesn't have a freaking rickety bridge. No, it's a freaking rickety bridge that was rusted. Mm-hmm. You were well, in this refuel. Nebuchadnezzar, they take they have good maintenance. Because yeah. even in the beginning, in the first matrix, you can see they were working on the ship. Yeah, Trinity and you know, the crew were working on the ship because you had a good leader. You had Morpheus. Yeah. Morpheus was your leader, and he's the one I had a dream. That dream that 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 dream that's now taken away from me when when they escape, 
Squiddies blow it up. Like I said the Squiddies have evolved in this one. They don't want to just go Squiddy. in. They don't want to go up close and like up close and personal. They want to kill you from a distance. Mm-hmm. They they listen to you here. They they hear you, and then they throw a bomb on you. Like they yeah. just like boom surprise bomb, and yeah. then they they escape. And then like the crews are like like they're escaping, and then he is like I can feel them, and then and then he, and he's able to stop the Squiddies as a human, not in the Matrix. Yeah. And then he goes in the coma. Then yeah. he goes in the coma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He exerted too much energy. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm tired. Oh, I'm sleepy, Ruth. <laughs> oh, oh, God. So, I'm so tired. You know, he also saved Trinity. He pulled the heart, uh, bullet he out of his did, heart. You know, he did a lot of stuff. Yeah, he did he a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like Netflix. Rambo. I mean, he especially fly. when he, he saved fly. the Asian girl. Oh, Rambo, you. Oh, Rambo. Yeah, you tired? No shit, I'm tired. I just jumped off a boat to save your life. This but is no, just the same like, thing with Neo. He's overpowered. He's tired. He needs tired. a nap. He needs and a not necessarily like he did all that stuff in the Matrix. But this is him as a human. Uses your course, brain, Charlie. Not necessarily. You know <laughs> how many times he his brain power. power. He is tired. Okay, he's got a he's, so he's, got, the, he's got the metabolism of a, a like like. like of like a superhuman. The last bit yeah, of energy. It was, it was him as a and he is tired and he needs to take a nap. In other that. words, this is like Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. He's just too old for this shit. Yeah, he's like, I'm he's tired. Not. I need to recharge. Keanu's, Keanu's pretty young in this movie. He's, he's, he's mentally though. <laughs> yeah, he he just he he, he doesn't he, age. His like mid thirties caught up with him, Charlie. He's tired. He's like, he's like Sam Elliott, but even younger. Because he, he looks, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I doubt that. Like you said, he called Trinity, and he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, he did all that stuff." He pulled the, the last he even restarted her heart. He had to say her again. He's like, "Oh, girl, I'm tired." <laughs> so anyway, luckily a ship shows up and picks yeah, him up. Yeah, he just and resting. He's in a coma or whatever. And then, and they're having a meeting talking about like how like the 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 defense system got blown up by an EMP, mm-hmm. and it's Bane, the guy that was that got it like that got uh, cloned by Agent Smith. That was weird. Um, cloned yeah. deep inside. He got he, he cloned him, and, it's, and then he like and he answered the phone, and then yeah, and he's in a coma too. And the two of them are at the same table, too big included. Mm-hmm. Seeing that for the first time, and it was. It was a cool experience. It was like it was a small theater, and it was like we were my dad and I were sitting in front of uh this uh this uh son. It's like it's my mom's birthday, and, we're t- and this is her birthday gift for taking her to see the Matrix. <laughs> like so, it was pretty funny. It was like that. No, and it was pretty cool because the first trailer, one of the trailers, was Terminator Three. I saw that in theaters too. Rise of Machines. Rise, yep. yeah. That was, I saw that in theaters too. That was that was, like, that was the summer of my R-rated mo- first R-rated movies theaters. That's Terminator awesome. Three and The Matrix too. Like uh, that was pretty are, cool. But are y'all gonna uh, do a Terminator review or is, I don't it, know. is it too? Gotta, I like the first two. I don't like anything beyond that. The third one's pretty. The third one's not bad. That's the hand. Christian Bale, right? No, that's the no. fourth one. That's Salvation. Salvation. Oh, okay. Um. Then then Genesis. Genesis was the piece of garbage. Like leave the acting to uh, Lena Headey, Daenerys. Yeah, you you suck as Tara Connor. Just just go, just go. Dark Fate was not bad. Dark Fate was actually entertaining. Yeah, was that was pretty good. good. That was yeah. the true mm-hmm. sequel to Terminator Two. 
But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it, we'll get to it. But it again, the first time too... I saw it to be concluded in a movie. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I thought it was like, and then they sets up the, and then like elites, and they right. intrigued, like, okay, I, we gotta see this new one, like that. That, and I love the way they set it up because mm-hmm. like my excitement for it was a lot more, a lot better than the actual the watching the actual movie itself. The only upside is it's shorter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. By nine minutes. <laughs> There's yeah, no orgy in it. I remember so. Squiddy's having an orgy with the dead bodies. <laughs> Squidward, Squidward, fancy some. (laughs) But so anyway, you want to hear more about orgies? Don't forget to like and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) You get a lot with us with Movie Lovers Unite. You get orgies, you get nudity, you get all the good stuff: violence, cussing. Violent. There's not much nudity in this movie, anyway. It's it's like Neo took a nap. Scene, that's it. You don't really see. <laughs> he was done. Else. I mean, he, he was, was done. Charles hours. is gay. He's like, what? I am tired, girl. I'm gonna take a nap. But another thing that I want to mention, though, <laughs> is I liked how it ends on that cliffhanger of Ada Smith basically, ha- basically hacking the dude's body because of the fact he's actually in that guy's body. Controlling things for the orgy, yeah. for the clone orgy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a virus. Once, like, a virus. Once he penetrates you with his hand. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You get all the you get mm-hmm. the penetration action right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got fisting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, reloading. Always <laughs> yeah. oh, Anyways, this is gonna be it for the show tonight. I hope that you enjoyed oh, our like Matrix Reloaded featuring orgy section of our show tonight. It was very nice tonight, and we're gonna be canceled within the next morning. So I hope you guys wind up liking this. Uh like so anyways, deep, you went you went deep sexual with the food. Of course, you had to like the, the deep I'm the sex- with the food. You got all orgy about the food. Yeah, of course, it's got everything. <laughs> Well, I was going to the scientific doctrine, okay? I was trying to... Never mind. (laughs) Anyways, Tamika, I know that you have a show coming up on Friday. Uh, Let's talk about that because let's let's just stray away from the orgies a little bit. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, sounds like what we do on our show. That's why it's rated R. (laughs) Or it's it's radical. (laughs) Yeah, two blurred girls this friday we're going to review a christmas story um last friday i review home alone one and two so you can check that out um youtube channel which is two blurred girls don't forget to like and subscribe we're also on facebook under the same name and we're on instagram at blurred two girls oh no it's two blurred girls underscore podcast and twitter is at blurred two girls and we're on Twitch as well, the same name, Two Blurred Girls. There's a theme going on here. Uh, we're also, audio podcast is on um, Amazon. It's on iHeartRadio. We're on Anchor, Apple, Google, um, Good Pods. You can, and John, you're on Good Pods too at Movie Lovers Unite. So we pretty much share and rate each other's episodes. So this <laughs> Someone will be on there too. I can't wait to give it all the five stars and say With this the orgy. is so much fun. <laughs> and the orgy and the cake and Neo sleeping. Oh my goodness. Whoa. I love it. Thanks for having me on this show. 
You're welcome, man. Nikki and Shelby. And guess what? You're going to be back on here tomorrow night. Yeah, I get to be back to end the kinky show you got here going on. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, anyways, guys. Now we get to the downer. I'm a shock sugar coat it. Tomorrow's review. We're reviewing the downer of the third one. Yeah, yeah this there's, is definitely there's no the... orgies in that one. That's why it's a downer. <laughs> <laughs> well, but... yeah, of course not, because the two people die. Spoiler alert. Well, a lot of people die in this one. Mm. Right. Mm. Oh, so but anyways, death. guys, if you guys want to, go ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook, underneath the same brand name on Instagram, and on Pinterest as well. If you want an audio-only podcast of many of our episodes that we do here, at Movie Lovers Unite. You guys can go in and find that wherever you guys get your major podcasts from. Of course, like Tamika said, we're also on Good Pods, What's Good Pods. It's basically social media for your podcast. Or if you're a podcaster yourself, you can go on ahead, claim your podcast on there. And then, of course, if you're somebody that just likes listening to podcasts, you guys can go on ahead, rate individual episodes, tell us what you think about those episodes. They just did a new update to where we can interact with you guys, and I'm having a blast at being able to reply to different things. So go ahead, rate us over there. Rate us on Apple Podcasts as well, especially with Two Blur Girls Podcast. And then, of course, guys, you can also follow me on TikTok, Orgy Free, um, at Movie Lover Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Zero Orgy. <laughs> exactly. At Movie Lovers Unit Zero. And then, of course, you guys can... Unit. <laughs> and then you can also follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. You stay strong, John. You stay strong. You got this. Yes, Some I of these do. sites hate the E. We don't know why. They just hate the E. Yeah. <laughs> they hate E for everyone. So, yeah, you guys can follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. Of course, you can reach out to me if you're a sponsor would like to be on my show. Just go on ahead and reach out to me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. And that's everywhere you can reach me at. Of course, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, uh, we're going to be doing our ma last Matrix movie, uh, which is Revelations. So I can't wait to dive into that, even though it's going to be a disaster of a film. But revolutions, revolutions. My bad. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> no I hope y'all do revelation. I would be. I would like to be there. You know, that's that. actually going to have to be a new one after this. After resurrections, we get revelations. Like, yeah. There we go. R R R R R. Like, or the Matrix radical. <laughs> but another thing you guys can do is go on our page how do you do that you guys can also go ahead and donate five to ten dollars to our page just to keep the lights on here on at movie lovers unite go at gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers unite podcast and slash donate and uh but if you guys don't want to i completely understand if you guys are going to be watching this later on on youtube when we do upload it just go ahead, smash that subscribe button, smash that like button, smash that little bell in the bottom right-hand corner to allow you guys to know when we have something new coming out. And always until next time, thank you again, Tamika. Thank you again, Charlie, for <laughs> being a part of this Matrix Rewatch. And always until next time, guys, bye-bye.